Greetings, fellow humans. This is Pat Callahan uh, from All White Tukey. You're listening to another great podcast on the Four Eyed Radio Network. Hi, this is Steve-O from the 4i Radio Network. I'm here to talk to you about one of our great sponsors called Revenge Lover Designs. Illustrates and designs that fit your personality. For samples and inquiries, please visit revengelover.com. Hello, ghosts and ghoulies. It's time for another spooky episode of Not Another Beat Horror Cast. Hello and welcome to another brand new episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. We have a doozy of an episode for you tonight. Well, I don't want to say doozy because I don't want to hype it up and you guys realize it sucks. But we are on episode five. <sighs> I know we can't really say it's a show yet until we, I believe we reach episode ten according to the podcast world. But we are consistent and this is five weeks in a row. But before we dive into the meat and potatoes of this show, we did watch a movie this week called Christy, which is a perfect Thanksgiving movie. Now, we'll get into that when I talk about it, but if you haven't already watched it since we have watched last week, um, uh, if you did watch it, great. If you haven't watched it, then I say check it out during the holiday weekend. But, of course, I am Steve-O, uh, your wonderful host and pretty much star of the network, I should say, because I'm on every fucking episode. You know what I just created right now off the top of my head? It's another episode, another show. So that's what I do. But I'm here with my lovely co-host and sexy co-host. I'm just going to say that now because we want to get more listens to it. I mean, I think Anna should show a little more skin on the um the Facebook page and stuff like that, maybe some cleavage or something, but uh, here she is, our, my lovely co-host, Anna. Oh, I thought you were going to say I needed to show more skin on the podcast. I was like, I don't no, know that'd be very hard happen. to do. I mean, I am I am going to tease people tonight. I mean, I'll put it this way. Anna's not wearing pants, so uh, I will say that. So we're not going to say what she's wearing, so it sucks to be you guys. Use I know, your imagination. I know what everyone's thinking. They're like, <gasps> wait a minute. Why don't they have a webcam going on here? But yes, but before we dive into the show that we like to call... We don't have a webcam going because Steve is not wearing pants either, and no, no one wants to see that. No, we don't have a webcam going because I'm broke <laughs> and I haven't gotten one yet. Well, that so. too. You know what? I was trying... Yeah, you ruined it. That's what I do. I ruin things. You're fired. I ruin lots of orgasms as well. Anyways, do, do you? I, um, according to the survey that was on, uh, what's it called? Uh, Family Feud. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't have a response to that. Shocker, I know. Um, okay, but of course, before we dive into everything, uh, you can listen to us on 4iradio.com, Facebook, Twitter, Spreaker, iTunes, Stitcher, Zoom Marketplace, Blackberry Podcast, Blueberry Podcast, Mirror Guide, Podcast Directory, Double Twist, YouTube, Swell Radio, and Player FM. And of course, the show is brought to you by Revenge Lover, illustrates and designs that fit your personalities. For samples and inquiries, visit revengelover.com. So, random question. Are we on the list for to get a logo from Revenge Lover? Yes, she Woo! is. Uh, the first one, she decided to pull out the gates because she is now the co-host of Arcade Bros. So, she decided to jazz that one up. But she has been. Well, the first logo she did 
was the 4i radio logo. Yeah. So we finally got that one, and that's been going for a while. But she decided she wanted to like the show, the entire network kind of almost look the same. So she has come up with. She's working on. I mean, she already put the ones up now, but for Arcade Bros. So go ahead and check those out. But she will be designing new ones. Actually, she also did the Fro show as well. Oh. Uh, but she will be doing more. Um, it, she said if anybody does have any ideas to give her, go ahead and feel free to give it to her, and she'll see what she can sketch out for that. If we don't have any ideas, then you could probably just do what I told her to do with Arcade Bros. I'm like, I don't have any idea or concept right now, so if you come up with something, just go ahead and do it. So she actually designed like about six or seven logos before we settled on the ones that we pick. So, um, but what she, what she also will do if she does create those logos and you have multiple ones, if you are torn between a couple one, I came up with an idea because she did design one for Arcade Bros. It almost looks like a 70 kind of retro one. Mm-hmm. So I told her what we could do is do like a limited release of those at some point, like maybe next summer for prints and stuff like that. So people Ooh. can buy shirts with that stuff, but it'll only be like for a limited time. So figure then we can update stuff and things like that. <clears throat> so if she does come up with any ideas for not another B-Horror cast, because I did tell her, I'm like, this one does need, <laughs> need a better logo than what I put together with Photoshop at a really short time. So yeah, she, she is currently working on that kind of stuff for all the shows so well i will say for just throwing together a logo on uh arcade bros no uh crap okay i might be sexy but apparently i am stupid as fuck because i can't remember the word you just said photoshop there we go yeah um for the short time that you had for putting together a logo on Photoshop, I think you did a good job. So at least for a temporary one, because well, I mean, yeah. it gets the point across. Well, yeah, I know. I want to do other stuff like that, but then uh, and then uh, actually, I'm uh, we'll figure it out when we get there. But since I finally got access back to the two of the websites that we do um, host as well, Arcade Bros and Longbox Cast, um, we are planning on hopefully maybe some down the line doing a not another be Horrorcast website where we can actually do movie reviews of like our reviews of them not just going off of what other people have done and try to come up with um other things to bring people to the sh- uh, page and stuff like that maybe even do some live commentary tracks um or stuff like that so you, mean we'll... you can do some live commentary tracks most of my commentary is just going to be what the fuck is going on oh that's fine that's usually what happens oh basically okay <laughs> honestly half of my uh commentary tricks that i have done is us going oh yeah this movie you know you're talking about and then you start going then i dive into a rabbit hole and i'll be like well this guy was actually in this film and then we go off on different so my commentary tracks really aren't the best (laughs) actually if you want to listen to some good commentary tracks and you're a james bond fan i would totally check out eric's and ziggy's podcast uh not a a majesty secret podcast which i do have to bring that up because i will talk about it on the next upcoming episode of socially awkward but i finally saw my first james bond film you did. So, um, what did you think, by the way? I liked it actually. It makes me now want to go back and watch not only the run of Daniel Craig, but also check out all the other Bonds. So, um, definitely Sean Connery. Sean Who's Connery. the best? Who's well, the best? Actually, I don't know. It's kind of between him and Timothy Dalton. Well, because Timothy Dalton is fucking awesome, James Bond. Although, I will say, if you want to watch a horror James Bond movie, Watch any of the Pierce Brosnan ones because oh my 
God. Okay, first bad. off, I have to say no to that because someone said there's actually a worse <laughs> James Bond than Pierce Brosnan yeah. was. There's so. one worse James Bond, and I can't remember who he was, but he was only in there for one movie, and he ended up getting married, and then his wife got killed, and it was just a terrible. It wasn't even a real James Bond flick. Like it. Ugh. And to be fair, though, I mean, when J- when Pierce Brosnan did get the role, I mean, the first one that he was in, I believe, was Goldeneye. Actually, was a really good reboot at the time for the yeah, James Bond true. film. So, although the only one that I've seen of his was or not the only one i've seen two of his and one of them was die another day which really wasn't that good um is that the i can't remember if that's the one with halle berry or not it could that be one, could, whichever one is the one with halle berry was fucking terrible but and i mean i know i know that james bond movies are not supposed to be realistic and i also know that we're hosting a, por- a horror podcast which usually ventures as far away from the truth as you can possibly get but seriously come on if a guy punches you in the face seven times you fall down yeah that is true okay i'm done but anyways before we dive into all this great stuff about the uh what we got news wise horror wise and movies and stuff like that that we have watched this week uh anna what have you been up to this week well today was shit but other than that um nothing exciting really just work and stalking people on Facebook and watching horror movies. Oh, um, I'm not caught up on the most recent Sleepy Hollow, but I do know it came out, um, which I'm actually very excited for. I should probably go home and watch that at some point. Um, But I don't know if you guys have been watching Sleepy Hollow, but it is a very good show. It's very well put together, and it actually, like... They do a good job of keeping the audience interested without overdoing it. So, I have a question for you, and I don't no. know if you'll do it or not. But uh, have you ever thought Flash about you? L- no, n- no, you ever thought about live tweeting Sleepy Hollow, like when you're watching oh. it, it's tweeted out on the on the horror podcast Twitter. Well, if I knew how to tweet, then I might. Well, there's this, there's this great thing that's also on your phone. It's really kind of cool. I don't it's know Facebook? how. Lo- I don't know. I don't know how long this thing has been out, but if you guys haven't used it yet, it's amazing. Uh, this thing called Google works great to find information. You guys can't see it right now, but Anna is actually showing me her tits. So um, no, I'm flipping you off because you're a dick. It's all tits McGits. <laughs> in here kids um but yeah so we do have a couple of cool things uh to talk about on the podcast tonight um hot chocolate yeah we're drinking some uh i got into uh, i shouldn't say i just got into this because it would sound dumb but been drinking some hot chocolate with some peppermint schnapps for the holiday season it's really good schnapps schnapps um <laughs> every time i hear schnapps i just think of the south park episode whenever they're drinking the uh this small s'more schnapps or whatever and they like have the civil war reenactment oh right <laughs> actually now shit. that you brought up south park that just reminded me what we should actually do is watch all the south park episodes that are halloween we and should we can talk oh, about that and the cthulhu one yes oh, i love that one um but before we uh we're getting off track again kids if you if you like what we talk about on the podcast let us know if you don't like if you if you liked any of the ideas we've come up with before where we're talking about maybe doing like Creatures of the week, uh, like, you know, mythical creatures such as Sasquatch, the Chupacabra, you know, Pan. all the kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Slender Man, all that kind of stuff. Or, like, if you have your own Steve. kind of horror uh, uh, 
stuff that comes in, you know, that you want to talk about, make your own supernatural experience or whatnot, feel free to write in. We'll give you a read on the show and everything. Then we'll talk about your your stories and all that good stuff. So again, like we said, the show is still in its very early stages. It can be pretty much like we're we are open for any ideas that you guys we're open like. to experimentation. Yeah, it's like <laughs> this podcast is like college. <laughs> I'll try anything once, all right? So um, Sometimes more than once. Hey, if I like it. Um, yeah. But yeah, so it looks like, I don't know if you heard about this, but it looks like, so the CW is known for giving us a lot of great TV shows for the past couple of years now. Uh, we got mm-hmm. Supernatural, um, you know, uh, the Smallville started on there, which spin off, spun off the Arrow, which spun off the Flash, um, a lot of good stuff, but it looks like they're getting another great show that's going to be coming. It's right up our alley. It looks like Friday the 13th, the television show, is getting closer to becoming a reality. Whee! It was just announced that the CW Network has opted the show for a new series. This has been in the works for a few months, and reportedly that um, Sean Cunningham and uh, mentioned back in March that there was an interest for, from the CW. I think it's a great idea because you're going to get a lot of viewers for that, especially if you back-to-back it with fucking Supernatural. Oh, you're on yeah. to that right off the bat. So it looks like – now, I'm not sure if the if it's actually going to be like um, the old 1996 NBC series. One of the weirdest – this is, has nothing to do with anything. Oh, you're but fine. One of the weirdest back-to-backs I've ever seen is they had Bones and then they had Supernatural. I was like, I don't understand your the freaking ol- way to the try only, and drag people into these shows. The only that, way but. I can think that they did that, and this is this is just me just knowing the randomness of how TV, television, uh, uh, what's it called, uh, movies. Because in your dark, nebulous mind, you can all this kind of stuff. The only thing shit. I can think of is Bones might have lost ratings in the past couple of uh, years. years. So they realized Sleepy Hollow is popular. People will watch Sleepy Hollow. How can we get them to watch Bones again? We do a side-by-side show of it because you need to tie in the storyline with two of these episodes. One on one night, one on another night, and they have to watch both shows. Actually, it was in a row for the Sleepy Hollow, oh, but it? I'm not even talking about Sleepy Hollow. I'm talking about they had Bones and then Supernatural. How could they do Bones and Supernatural? Oh, you mean... Like, they showed Bones, and then they... Well, they're having, like, five or six episodes of Bones, and then they're like, now, Supernatural. I was like, wait, what? Oh, no, well, that? that's on TBS, or TNT, or something like that, because uh, technically Supernatural's on CW, so technically they wouldn't have had... I'm talking about a crossover episode. Oh, yes, crossover episodes they did with Sleepy Hollow, and it was weird. Because, honestly, that's the only time honestly, I, I watched Arrow, was because they did these... crossover with Arrow and Flash. They did do good crossovers with that. I can see Friday the Friday the (laughs) 13th. No. Um, I can see Friday the 13th crossing over with either Supernatural or Sleepy Hollow. And yeah, I gotta say, the Arrow episodes are a lot better whenever they cross over with the Flash. But but. I still don't understand why they had to cross over Sleepy Hollow with Bones. Because it's not even like those shows are even remotely alike. Like at all. Uh, okay, well this one looks like... Uh, from the Anyways, Friday the, the 13th. Friday the 13th, it looks like, uh, it looks like they're going to be doing a... Uh, looks like Jason uh, Voorhees will be in the show. It looks like they're doing kind of like a... Um, 
a horror slash crime thriller where a brother, a detective is looking for his missing brother and somehow it ties into the Jason Voorhees story as well. So, so we can see where this is going to go. So we'll all check out the new uh, wreaking havoc on Crystal Lake in the near future. Quick question. Yes. Is it the same actor that's been playing Jason Voorhees this whole time or have they switched it up? Um, I believe he's probably going to be the same one, the same guy who's playing Jason. I don't see why they wouldn't choose him because he is doing all the motion capture for the uh, game that just got finally funded. Oh, okay, I was like just curious because I wasn't. I sure wouldn't see one. I mean, there's no guy. real big details on that on the yeah. story that I'm looking for, but I did post this on the Facebook page, so if you want to check that out, feel free to check it out as well. Um, spe- I will talk about this. So we will probably get a list together because I'm doing this with all the other shows. This thing, but we're going to talk about for that horror fan in your life. We'll try to put together a nice little wish list for people for Christmas. What some could cool items to get for them with good collectors uh you know series of uh movies and uh, things that are coming out in fact actually uh yes actually speaking of cthulhu uh being at hot topic we did notice they do have the pop vinyls which i'm a huge fan of but they did have an alien which looked pretty cool they had cthulhu (laughs) and a bunch of other ones so those are some nice gifts and they do some horror ones that they did release uh i believe during the holiday season so and also for the nerds out there, they do have the Daleks. They have Dalek Sec. Was it Dalek Sec or Dalek Con? I don't know. They had the gold th- one at Hot Topic, and yeah, then that's they the had the black one, one at Barnes & Noble. I want to say that the black one is Dalek Sec. I'm pretty sure that's Dalek Sec. Anyways, my, doctor, my Whovian knowledge is kind of blanking out on me right now, but they do have, they have lots of cool pop finals at hot topic so seriously guys go and check it out it's freaking awesome they have cthulhu which i'm sure most be most of y'all don't know what cthulhu is but he's awesome so i actually already have a little pop vinyl of him at my desk and people get confused and ask me what the hell the weird winged lizard tentacly creature is and i get to explain it to them and then they just look confused and walk away i would not explain to them anymore if someone comes by and has no idea what that is at your desk you just go it's your god now <laughs> I should totally with a do straight that. face, and then just slowly go back to your work. Yeah, um, I should. So, anyways, but uh, a couple of the things that actually one thing that came out. Well, I will talk about. So, if you if anybody plans on getting me any Christmas gifts, and I'm just talking about hardcore fans that people just love me, uh, you can get me a this Ghostbuster art book that just came out. Um, if you're ready to drop 50 bones for my love, that'd be great. But speaking of Ghostbusters, because this ties into one of the movie things I found. So Ghostbusters sequel that went to hell. So this actually what? was probably a, this is actually, they were actually in talks with a ghost because I mean, we will be touching upon Ghostbusters in the near future. And I will have so much stuff to talk about that because I'm a ha- hardcore. In fact, I've been even thinking about just doing a Ghostbuster podcast at one point, but Ghostbusters. This article comes from Bloody Disgusting. They actually were in talks for doing a third movie back in like maybe the early, the late 90s, maybe early to, uh, 2000s. But uh, yeah, it's uh, Dan Aykroyd and Irvin Reitman's Ghostbuster sequel that went to hell. Now, uh, when Bill and Ted went to hell, it was a natural progression of time-traveling franchise that's sort of where Ghostbusters 2 went wrong. Instead of furthering the franchise, the pit that uh, quarter against the super evil Spooky, which felt uh, mundane next to what they accomplished in the first film. So, uh, well, apparently Dan Aykroyd and Irvin uh, Reitman, who was the director of both those Ghostbusters movies, uh, they were t- they wanted to have a bogus journey of their own, and had planned sending the Ghostbusters to hell. 
Um, basically, I guess it was going to happen is, I believe, uh, the character Ray and character, um, what's his, Egon, were going to actually curate a, uh, they actually created a way to get into the netherworld kind of thing where all the ghosts were coming from, which is almost a, a virtual, like, kind of like a mirrored version of New York, but hell, and actually they were planning on the devil was supposed to be played by, either played by or kind of resembled a Donald Trump character being, like, the head of this corporation or whatnot, but of course this did not... Uh, come to fruition. I remember hearing about it now. I know you can hear about this kind of stuff talked about on the um, um, what's it called? I think like the commentaries of the the expansion pack or not the expansion, the DVDs that set that came out and for that. But um, without further ado, before I go uh, jump to another story, I just saw this. So we're gonna actually say another. We lost another one, kids. Uh, Rip um, in rest in peace. Rest in peace to Michael C. Gross. Now, most people might not recognize the name and everything like that, but he was actually the creator of the Ghostbusters logo, <gasps> and he has passed away. Oh, this no. iconic logo that has uh, was a simple design of just a ghost with a no-smoking sign over it uh, is now a huge pop culture. I mean, you see that logo, you know exactly what it is. So uh, you rest in peace. Hopefully now you're hanging out with uh, Egon. That's so sad. But um, what did I'm you going find? to jump in really quick. I just found out that they're going to be making, or they're working on filming The Conjuring 2. Conjuring 2. Now, I don't know what the first one was. The Conjuring originally was based on a true story. Was this the one with, like, Nebraska? Ed and, Re- Ed and Lorraine Warren. Um, it was based about this family that was living in a uh, farmhouse that was supposedly haunted. They actually twisted a lot of the um, details in the movie. They changed it around from what actually happened in real life. However, apparently they're making a second one. What a a second. Yes. Um, they are making a second one based on another one of Ed and Lorraine Warren's cases. Mm. So, and it looks like they may be trying to pursue a franchise with that. So that actually looks pretty interesting, which is actually really cool because I want to look into like all of their cases and Lorraine Warren is still alive. Um, I don't remember where she's living right now, but she does have the Annabelle doll. I don't know if you guys remember that movie Annabelle that came out a while ago that was completely fictionalized. However, the doll does exist and it is in Lorraine and Ed Warren's house. Ed Warren passed away several years ago, but Lorraine is still alive, and she's running a paranormal museum out of her house. Hmm. So it's actually very interesting, and I've been wanting to go and check that out, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Well, we'll, uh, we'll figure that out once we can. So, yeah. Um but yeah, Conjuring 2, I'll keep an eye on that for you guys and let you know if anything else comes up. And it looks like the same actors who played Ed and Lorraine in the Conjuring movie are going to go ahead and continue to play Ed and Lorraine in this next one. So I don't remember the woman's name, but I do name, know the guy's name is Patrick Wilson. So, and if you recognize that name, yes, he is the owl dude in um, Watchmen. Oh, I did see. Oh, I'm thinking. Of oh no, he's just get puts in every supernatural movie now, doesn't he? Pretty much, yeah. Okay, because I was thinking of the. And he's also in Insidious. That was he's the, the dad in yeah, Insidious. He's, yeah. Um, he's also gonna be. Actually, he's in the new season of Fargo. 
Um, oh yeah, yeah, he looks really good with sideburns. So, um, so man. this actually, I've never even heard of this, but I guess the first trailer for uh, Peter's Peter Heroes uh, WTF is what the movie is called. Um, I won't play the trailer, but I will re- read the synopsis. It looks like 30 years ago, 22-year-old girl next door, Rachel, barely survived a brutal massacre that left her friends in pieces. Time has passed, and Rachel has moved on, but unfortunately, the history was a way t- of repeating itself. Her close friends are spending a spring break in a secluded house in the woods. Kids, if you're a teenager, don't go to a secluded house in the woods. Everything bad happens there. Um, and they are... Uh, cordially invited to join her little does she realize that another bloodbath will show up as plus one once rachel and her friends arrive at the cabin the party sex and the terror begins <gasps> so i'll go ahead and i will post this trailer on the thing the poster's really kind of crazy it's basically her butt ass naked <laughs> holding her boobs covered in blood with a huge gash sexy and then it just says what the f-? well wtf with an exclamation point so this could either go as one of those try to let's try to revamp a brand new you know, 2016 slasher franchise or something like that, or it could just be a really low-budget movie, or it could just be one of those movies that doesn't get a wide release, and you'll probably end up watching it on Netflix anyways when you have nothing better to do. But, like, we've been... Actually, I think that should be our new slogan, is we'll watch the garbage so you don't have to. Um, (laughs) Sounds like a good slogan. uh, But, yeah, so that was that news. And then also this just came out, which is probably right up your alley... Uh, one of the show notes, but it's called Witness the Beauty of the Art of Horror. Ooh. A new horror book illustration that's coming out, and it looks like most of the artwork is coming from books known by... Um, oh, actually, one of the uh, one of the artists who is uh, forwarding by Celebrity Arthur uh, is Neil Gaiman, who does a lot of Batman, Superman. He works for DC a lot and stuff like that, but a lot of this stuff is going to actually be a lot of stuff based off of H.P. Uh, Lovecraft stuff. Woo! So, um, My favorite writer. So, well, one of my like stuff from Astounding Stories and The Art of Horror, so Weird Tales. So, they're going to have a lot of different stuff coming from uh, different, like, old school comic Ooh. book covers and things like that. So, I'm not sure. It doesn't really give a date when this is going to be coming out. Um, but I will post this link. But it looks like it's going to have, will uh, contain over 500 stunning images that celebrate the genre. And also featuring forwarding by the celebrity author uh, Neil Gaiman. So, The Art of Horror. So definitely check that out. It's going to be a brand new book that's going to be hitting uh, bookshelves pretty soon. Hmm. Um, uh, found another upcoming movie. All right. Hit it uh, release date is 2016-2017. It's currently in pre-production. It is called The Woman of the Woods. And the synopsis says, Kelsey and her husband have just decided to separate. They agreed to go on one last family camping trip in a remote area of the Pacific Northwest to break the news to their young daughter. So basically, here, honey, have a great time, and then we're going to ruin it by telling you that we're breaking up. Um, But anyways, but an evil, evil presence lurks in the woods, and it soon influences the daughter who succumbs to a strange and frightening world of violence. Upon their return to Seattle, a police detective investigating a series of missing persons becomes convinced that the daughter is responsible. Kelly must prove her daughter's innocence, but to do so, she must face the terrifying entity and finds herself spiraling into greater and greater danger. Hmm. Interesting. Oh, and it has Cersei from Game of Thrones as the mother. Ah, Cersei. Scott. 
The creepy chick who's boning her brother. Who doesn't bone their brother these days? Me. Oh. Gross. Well. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't know. I just thought everyone was doing the whole Game of Thrones thing. It's like, I want to be cool. Let me have sex with my brother. <laughs> I don't know what the kids do these days. Does your sister have sex with you? No, because she's okay. not cool. Um, oh, your poor sister. Yeah. Actually, well, never mind. No, I take that back. I'm very glad that she's not sleeping with her brother because that would be gross. Um, or at least not that one. So, anything else? Uh, yeah, actually, I found a, f- a few uh, cool stories. Um, so here's a uh, Stephen King's adaptation, The Dark Tower. Looks like Matthew Ooh. McConaughey to play the villain in it. So, all right, all right, oh, all right. Um, we also have Alex uh, Kurtzman and Chris Morgan talk Universal New Monster series. So, I think they're trying to bring back all the old school Universal monsters, such as Dracula, which they... Kind of did it at one point. Basically, what they're trying to do is, I, I believe, if I read the one story a while ago, um, they were talking about trying to bring back all the old school monsters, like giving them their own movies again, and then actually doing kind of like a Marvel team up with them. So this hmm. could go very good or very bad. Uh, but this actually story I found thought was very interesting. So if everyone doesn't remember to uh, the old uh, 1990 or maybe 1980s when uh, you call, you can call Freddy Krueger's hotline. Oh, Talk yeah. to Freddy, uh, 1-900-909-FRED. Uh, but it's like now kids these days have Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, and a whole bunch of other platform uh, to interact with movies. But what did horror fans do in the 80s and 90s? Uh, Scream was a more social relevant than you might recall, especially with Wes Craven behind the camera. Yeah. Uh, Craven's Nightmare on Elm Street franchise was so popular that Freddy Krueger Hotline was launched. Um which began friends, fans calling, which begged fr- fans to call and take on Freddy in a trivia challenge. Oh, um, interesting. Did anyone ever survive Freddy's boiler room? I guess it's probably the game you get to play. But um, yeah, so I don't know if uh, if this number is still active. Maybe we'll call it one day uh, <laughs> as a joke. It's probably not. It's probably somewhere. Eight six seven five three zero nine. It's probably like this is Freddy. I wish I had a girl's name called. Oh, this is this is when you know. Callers randomly selected by AT&T computers. <laughs> uh, when AT&T actually had computers. So that's all the horror news I found this week. Um, I guess we'll talk about if uh, during the Thanksgiving weekend, if you have nothing to watch or whatnot, but that uh, Frankenstein movie will be coming out. Um, I believe I Frankenstein is it? No, I think that's something. No, else. The I Frankenstein is the one that came out like a year or two ago, and it had that. Uh, Victor Frankenstein is yes. is going to be opening in theaters on November 25th during the uh, yes. Thanksgiving weekend. And Frankenstein is actually played by the guy who plays the Fawn in Chronicles of Narnia, and he is also uh, the young Xavier in. You should don't even Disney bother Future with. Past. Chronicles of Narnia. Just go. He's Professor Xavier. That is it. He was also he was Mr. Tumnus first before he was Xavier. So yeah. You know what? And do you Fuck know what you. he says about that? He's all like, "Yeah, I don't remember any of that because I'm on drugs, so I can walk because I'm an X Man." Shink, shink, shink. Mind power, bitch. Fuck your fonts. Anyways, and then you got Harry Potter. Yeah. Fuck him. He's an ass. No, um, he's not. Harry, what I, I love know. is like you hate this guy so much. I don't much, hate him. I but just he's like actually like a, he's just a real. Okay, did I know, you ever see I know. Rap? 
I know the char- that the actor is actually a really nice guy. I just like giving him shit because I've never actually read the books and I've tried to watch like actually I tried to read the books and I got like one page in and I was like meh. And then I tried to watch the movies and I watched like a couple hours. I watched I watched the first one all the way through and then I watched a couple later ones and I was like meh. So actually, a uh, play I would like to see, and I think you should see it in. I think it was Book of Mormon. No, um, it was <laughs> in. You actually would like this. Um, it was play. It was in uh, London. They were doing it, and I think they released it on video, like DVD. You can watch or whatnot. But it's actually the play Frankenstein. Ooh. And actually, uh, Benjamin Cumberbatch, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch, is actually he plays Frank uh, Victor. He plays Victor Frankenstein, and then the monster is actually played by uh, the guy who plays Sherlock Holmes in the American version. Robert Downey Jr. No, no, no. In the show, Sherl in uh, Elementary. Oh, I haven't actually watched. That but show. the cool part is, is every night they would switch roles. <laughs> So one night he would play the monster and he'd play the doctor and they'd switch it up every single night. Oh, that's awesome! So it's actually two different shows you would want to go see because everyone they play differently, which is I thought was a kind of a cool thing. So a little fun that fact on that really one. Cool. So I'll have to double check that where you can find that. But let's dive into our recently watched this week was Christy. Now it's Igor. Christy is a weird film, and what I mean by weird film is the fact that. Tr- it's trying to so find any, slow. no, not even that. But trying to find everything about this movie yeah. was very difficult to find. Now I have two release dates. Apparently it was released in 2013, but of course all everything else is saying it came out in 2014. Now the movie originally was supposed to be uh, by a, a different in a different country mm-hmm. even. Um, I believe it was. I want to say it was a French movie originally. Yeah, it was supposed to be a French movie. Um, the but poor I, French. I will give you the little bit of synopsis that it gives us on IMDb. It says, when a college girl who is alone on campus over the Thanksgiving break is targeted by a group of outcasts, she must conquer her deepest fears to outwit them and fight. Now, I will say this. Um, the movie, I, actually, there's a, uh, a girl who's very, very famous now is uh, Ashley Green. Um... She is in the movie. She is not the lead role in the movie, like the, the the woman who has to fight for her life. But without giving anything away, if you already watched the movie, kudos to you. Without giving anything away, um, we will say this is spoilers because it is a good, good movie. But I will say this. It is very slow. Expect the first 30 minutes to be very slow. So you have 30 minutes to just bear with me as soon as that is over with the movie picks up and it gets to where it needs to get to now. Yeah. I think it's, it's literally at minute 31 where stuff actually starts. to. So basically you meet a typical college girl. She stays over at the campus because she's like, I gotta, I gotta study. I can't take time to do this. She does have a boyfriend. Her one friend who's supposed to stay with her leaves because she's like rich or something like her dad's like a Senator or something. I don't know. But anyways, then the movie starts. You're like, okay, this is kind of cool. It kind of shows you now. What I realized uh, after watching it and then replaying the movie in my head is everything she does in that first 30 minutes is basically showing you where she is going to be doing a lot of damage. <laughs> um, now, basically what ends up happening is you – in the very beginning of the movie, you find a girl screaming for help like a video. These guys slit her neck, and then there's a car just in this field, and these three hooded men are coming walking back to the car. Uh, and you're kind of like, what the fuck is going on kind of thing. Now um, – uh, unless you have anything you want to 
add to No, continue. Okay. So um so then you, you learn about her, everything she does, she's swimming, she's working out, she's doing all these crazy things, you know, college girl stuff. Oh, I will like add something here. So she actually She's got a boyfriend, and I realized, I figured out while we were watching the movie, because I was like, God, he looks so familiar. Turns out that the guy who plays her boyfriend also plays Havoc in X-Men Days of Future Past. Ooh. So, and actually, he's kind of cute. Um, and yes, it does have Ashley Green, who I plays this, uh, Alice in the Twilight movies. And then apparently, Haley Bennett is also in Marley and Me, so these Actors have had like a little bit of acting experience, so they're actually they're good in their roles, and it is a very good movie once you get past the first thirty minutes. Yeah, thirty minutes. I will say this: it, it's a long build, it's a slow burn to get to where it needs to get to. Um, but it's pretty worth it. So then, basically, the girl's like, "I need to go out for an ice cream run." So she goes to this convenience store. It's raining. It's cold. It's everything that she walks in. There's like this uh, girl in there. And it's it, the girl is played by Ashley Green, and she doesn't look like anything Ashley. I actually Googled Ashley Green going, like, why does this girl kind of look familiar? And then you see Ashley Green, you see what she looks like in this movie, and you're like, wow, um, <laughs> nailed crazy psychopath woman. Good for right. you. Um, and she's all of a sudden, she's just all like, I like your hair. Like, you're just being very fucking creepy and very awkward to this woman. So she goes to pay for her thing. She shows the student discount ID, and the one goes like, I want a discount. And then it's all like, the guy's like, well, well let me see your ID. Yeah, well, first the guy was like, either you need to buy something or you need to leave. And she goes, how much are the glasses, like the sunglasses that she's wearing, with a tag on her? So then the cashier looks pissed off because he didn't realize that she was basically about to steal the glasses. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I want a discount. She's like, how much are the glasses? And he goes, well, look at the tag. And she goes, I want a discount. So then he says, where's your ID? She doesn't have the ID for the discount. And then the girl's like, I'll just pay for it. And then she's like, I don't want fucking anything from you. And she's like, fine. God forbid I try to help her. And then she's all like, all right, you're... And she calls her Christy. Yeah, and then she keeps going. Yeah, she calls her Christy. So basically she leaves all like, what the fuck was that? She comes back in the security guard and she tells them, like, yeah, some weird crazy people out there and whatnot. Actually, you know, havoc ensues where security guards get killed. She gets locked in the school, and these four weird, crazy people are trying to murder her. They basically gave her, like, then a head start. They started start. calling her Christy, yes. and she says, I'm not Christy. And they basically say, well, you have ten minutes to run, or you have, what is it, like, ten seconds to run? Yeah, we're going to give something. you, like, a ten-second head start or whatnot. So basically, they're playing this cruel game where they're hunting this girl down throughout the entire college campus trying to... Uh, basically murder her. Now, I will say this. Everybody she runs into along the way for help ends up dead. Uh, no, I'm not spoiling that for you people, but yeah. <laughs> Although I will say it was very clever in that she did everything that you want someone to do in a horror movie. Like, and whenever they're like, whenever you're sitting there and she looks into a doorway and you're like, don't go in the doorway. She doesn't go in the doorway. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff she did that was like, finally, like, it kind of gave this girl some common sense during a horror movie, because usually during horror movies, all their common uh, sense glands are removed. Um, It's all like, as illustrated in Cabin in the Woods. It's like, oh my god, the front door is open. I could run out there. Let's go up the stairs. Uh, But, um. (laughs) Oh, it's exactly like that commercial, that Geico commercial. Like, I think it's Geico. Um. Maybe it's not Geico, but it's like this horror movie, and these kids are like, okay, we need to go over to that that uh, 
uh, that oh. shed with all the chainsaws. And the girl's like, why don't we just get into the running car? And they're like, are you crazy? It's probably what he wants us to do. So they go and hide behind the chainsaws. And the killer is just standing back there. And he like, puts his mask up and just has his look on his face. Like, just, like, shaking really? His head, like, just really? like, ugh. So I will say this. What I liked about this movie was the fact that, if uh, since I'm a huge video gamer, uh, a great uh, thing that really reminded me was the um, reboot to Tomb Raider. Where basically this girl is pretty much pushed to a point of the edge of like, fuck this now. Now what basically is her breaking point is her boyfriend comes back because he's, he, you know, she calls him, was freaked out with this, so he drives all the way back there. He goes to help her and ends up getting stabbed and killed. So then after that, she basically jumps in his car, runs down one of the guys. So number one is like the first guy is pretty much taken out just car into a, um, like a cinder block, like um, a cement wall. pillar. Yeah, a pillar and it's just dead on impact. Uh, then she gets out, takes off running. Well, I think he twitches a couple times. <laughs> oh, he twitches a couple times. So then right right there is the turning point of like, oh, shit's about to go down finally. Uh, then the next guy is basically, he gets drowned in a pool, which she was doing earlier in the movie where she's swimming. Where actually she does a smart thing, which I was like, oh, that is clever. She actually puts uh, her goggles on. And when you she puts her goggles on, a lot of people are like, why is she doing that? It's kind of dumb. But it's because she's going to jump in the pool. Actually, she did it because uh, your eyes will reflect flashlights. Um, so like most of the time, if you're like, this is how I learned when I was actually out partying on the Indian reservation as a teenager, when, uh, the cops would come by and they would shine their lights up. If you put your head down and cover your eyes, the, your eyes won't reflect. And that's how they would know if people were there or not, if you're hiding somewhere. Um, so that's why she puts those on. So in case he did flash the lights, it wouldn't reflect her eyes back. So that's brilliant. Yeah, so I thought that was kind of cool. That's what I was like, oh, that's really kind of clever. They actually implemented something that's, you know, unique. So she drowns this other motherfucker in the pool. Then what I love, oh, uh, we'll, when we I talk about this one guy. So then she goes into the storage closet and she finds a baseball. No, she takes the guy's baseball bat that she just murdered. Mm-hmm. Takes the baseball bat, goes into the storage closet, finds a bunch of nails and makes a, makes a and spike. And a metal, like a metal... Um, Oh, what's it called? I don't remember what it is, but basically it's like a strip of metal with a bunch of holes in it. So she sticks the nails through the holes yeah. and then just makes a straight up club with this. Yeah, bat. makes, it's uh, makes the, the nail awesome. bat, the classic nail bat, which is great. And then what I love is like she's hiding in the shower area and the guy comes walking in and he can hear her like whimpering and stuff like that. And literally I'm watching this and I go, oh, fuck, I wonder if she took the recording because she found a recording in her boyfriend's backpack after he his demise and i was like i wonder if she just recorded herself whimpering and just hung that in another one of the shower stalls to throw this guy off sure enough if i'm in a horror movie i'm gonna survive because i have fucking (laughs) common sense apparently uh so he the guy and it's funny because the guy's getting all like revved up takes off his jacket starts playing with his knife like yeah i'm gonna stab this bitch or whatnot lily pulls back the shower curtain there's just the the audio thing playing, and he's like, what the... And then, boom! Baseball bat to the back of the fucking head. Oh. Just out of nowhere. It was awesome. And then, like, he's laying there, like, kind of twitching and dying, and she just pulls his mask off and just kind of, like, stares at him, like, really, bitch? Come on. <laughs> and then what I love is the fact that, now, throughout this entire time that they're killing people and everything, that they are video recording stuff from their phone. Now, in the beginning of the movie, they did that, and they uploaded it to this, like, crazy-ass website. Which, like, you're kind of sitting there going, like, okay, what is this all about kind of thing? So messages are coming through and stuff like that. So she finally picks up the guy's phone, and the girl, who's the only survivor of this whole thing, is like, is she dead yet? And she's like, yep. And she's like, all right, bring the car around and whatnot. And then I'm like, okay, if this girl is smart, 
She would totally grab this guy's jacket, his mask, puts it on, and go out there and then fuck this bitch up. Again, if I'm in a horror movie, I'm going to survive. She does exactly that. And then what I love, because in the beginning of the movie, she's in a chemistry class, and the the teacher's talking about uh, how you can make pretty much explosives. And you can take certain chemicals, and if they react with water, they explode or they catch on fire. So uh, she goes back to the storage shed, grabs all that material, puts it in a bag, and then when she goes out to meet the girl in the car, is just great because she gets out of the like she's in the car and she douses her with this shit, and then she has the water and the girl's like pulls out the her box cutter like oh yeah you want to go I'm gonna fuck you up kind of thing like basically she's like I murdered your entire crew and stuff like that and then she and literally the girls like just walk away just go like the one girl really gives her the chance to just go like go fuck off bitch like this is over you lost kind of thing. And then she goes to scatter, and she just hits her with the water and just bursts. And she just stands there and watches this woman burst into flames. Yeah, she watches Crazy Bitch burn. So what I liked about this movie, though, is when it ended, too, she was able to take the videos and everything like that and uplink it to a bunch of policemen. And they were actually to stop all these kind of cults that were apparently happening all over the United States. Which right, there was were hundreds cool. of murders that were linked. And she actually, well, she uploaded a, uh, like, the video of the girl burning and said, you're plan failed basically like yeah. your mission failed whatever and apparently it's this whole cult of people like label like rich girls or you know privileged people like men and women like mostly like college age-ish and label them as christy you know quote unquote um because they're like the privileged few or whatever and then they hunt them down and kill them um to basically please their their leader you can say pagan god. Um, well, that too. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but I thought that that was a very interesting way to do it. Um, and I also really like the fact that like they made it like they really did a good job of, okay, like she killed all those people. Now she gave the phone over to the cops, and the cops were able to track down the website, find out the IP addresses of who was going on there and who was uploading, and then they were able to catch it that way. Like, I thought that was very interesting, because normally, like, at the end of the movie, like, you would just see, like, the girl handing the, the phone to the cop or something, and then that's the end of the movie. Well, not even that, or it'd be, like, one of those things where, like, she would hand it to the cop, and the cop turns out he's part of the group or something like that. Yeah, like, or some bullshit And like then that. you would try to set it up for a sequel. I kind of like how they didn't do that. Like, this might hopefully be just a one-shot movie, and I think it's a great one-shot. Because that's the problem I have with a lot of horror films. A lot of them should just be one-shot movies. Like, I think it's a great idea, great premises, but when you always try to set it up for a sequel... Or you're like, I mean, perfect example for a movie that was set up, that was not set up for a sequel, but they did a sequel anyway, was Child's Play. Child Play's ends, and you're like, fuck, that was a great movie. And then literally in the beginning of that movie, is like, oh, let's take the skull of the doll that tried to murder everybody and build a brand new doll. And that's how Chucky comes back in the second one. And you're like, what? That doesn't make <laughs> any fucking, why, no, What? Like, the, it's like, you guys didn't even try. Just like, turn into Mark Wahlberg. What? what? No. <laughs> what? Mark Wahlberg is in Child's Play remake. What? No. Talking. What? Chucky. What? No. I got to go work out. Um, but yeah, so I think, the <laughs> I, movie, that. I think the movie was a really great done. Now, on IBM, they gave it a 5.8, and I will check it out on Rotten IMDb. Tomatoes. Um, uh, IMDb, yeah. By the way, also, the... One of the things that I like the most is the ending line is, like, the girl's name, the swimmer girl's name is Justine. And at the very end of the movie, she says something about, 
Justine is dead. My name is Christy. And I was like, oh, shit, that's a fucking middle finger to the fucking cult. I was like, that's fucking awesome. No. But, like, I just wow. love, like, that scene whenever her boyfriend gets killed and just you see the switch flip. She's just like, oh, fuck this. And she just flips yeah. out. Like, it was Oh, it's so well done. But I will say this. So actually on actually on Rotten Tomatoes it's no tomatoes scores yet. Uh but ninety three percent people want to see it. Um <laughs> Uh, so I don't know. I mean, the 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 average rating so far from them is three out of five. User rating is only 131. So um, I will say this: the movie's on Netflix. So if you have Netflix, you're really not going to pay much of anyway anything anyways. The movie's really not that long. It's about maybe an hour and 30 minutes, maybe even less than that. Um, like I said, the beginning is a little slow. It does take you a little bit, but I guess they want you to really like see where this girl is in her life and try to feel for her or whatnot. Uh, but it does yeah kind of, you do get a lot of it is really is a horror survival she does have to kind of turn around it's it's kind of good to see that finally because usually it's always like i gotta run away and they never really no one ever really fights back in a horror film which i never get yeah like they just kind of accept their fate and stuff like that like i would like to see some fighting i would like to see because you're trying to tell me that this 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 person especially in the screen movies which is a really good movie but you're trying to tell me that this person is so much strong like what if this person breaks into the wrong house like i never got that like i want a horror movie where they just go after the wrong person you know like they've been <laughs> killing all these people like things are going good then they finally go after somebody and it turns out this guy's an ex-marine yeah like, right like fucking shit goes down or you they know? like break into a redneck's house who's like oh fuck you guys i'm gonna fuck you in the ass yeah you know like i just want i want to see like like don't get me wrong i love like the old classic horror people you know you know you got jason you got freddie and you know you got those kind of cool people but I, some of these new ones that are coming out you're really looking at the people that then when they're finally like revealed you're like really yeah this skinny bitch was was killing all these people like it doesn't make any sense like i want to see and there's always back. that girl who's like oh my god what's going on i'm gonna go have sex and then take a shower all right, back. And yeah. then she dies. Yeah. So, I mean, but I did like this one. You did got to see someone actually try to fight back and fight for survival and stuff like that, which I do think we kind of need kind of more of these in some horror movies where you kind of do want to see the bad guy get fucked up, you know? And that would be great. Like, just just one fucking – they could just call it – like, here's the – here's the – okay, here you go. This is everyone's homework if you're listening, if you're going to tweet us or whatnot. Here you go. This is the title I'm going to give you, and you have to come up with a horror film – where someone fights back. It's called One Bad Day. <laughs> that would be awesome. Starring, Seriously, guys. Starring Samuel Jackson. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, that's, that would be that's, amazing. That's who they bust into. Seriously, guys. Uh, email us and give us these stories so we can talk about Every, it next I, week on if, the podcast. If this, works out, so if cool. this works out, if this, this is what's going to happen. Okay, this is what I want you to do. If this works out, we will present a a title to a movie if it works this way. If it doesn't work this way, you guys can give us a title to a movie, and we'll try to create one. But we'll do a teaser trailer, and since I am the man of a hundred voices, we will throw different actors and actresses into this to give you a a, tra a trailer for this horror movie. Christopher Walken. It's cra another bad uh, one bad day. It's crazy. Oh, <laughs> we can have Christopher. You. Yeah, we can have Christopher Walken uh, be the narrator of you. The movie. <laughs> Walked into the wrong fucking house, buddy. Oh, shit. All over your face, neck, and chest. Oh, it's crazy. It's weird. 
He so, carried it in his butthole. Yeah, he, ca- he carried his knife <laughs> in his butthole. It had it's like a bleeding heart, but a bleeding rectum. It's so weird. It's crazy. The new book by H.P. Lovecraft, <laughs> Bleeding Butthole, The Tall Tale Butthole. That's Poe. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Fuck, they're both dead. <laughs> Sue me. Um, no, it'd be at the mountains of but or at the uh, butthole of madness. The butthole of madness. <laughs> Crazy, it's weird. You step inside, it's just pure shit. Um, well, there is a book of or a story of his called Pikmin's Model. Pikmin is a game <laughs> on Nintendo. It's weird. It's crazy. No, that's that's Pac-Man. No, Pikmin. There's actually a game called Pikmin. I'm not kidding. No joke. It's about little creatures on a planet. You pull them out like weeds. Then yeah, they that's just... nothing like Pikmin. I didn't model. think so. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so that that's uh, so. What what would you give Christie? Do you think this is a? I think it's like I would have not seen this movie in theaters. Out of ten, I would say it's probably a seven. It would be higher if it didn't have thirty minutes of, of downtime. Because yeah. good I, god, I, I agree. Although I will say the fact that it had that first 30 minutes of downtime kind of made the gore and the action scenes a lot more interesting because mm-hmm. and you're just like okay shit. oh shit oh shit oh shit like <laughs> but i will say this you see this movie great halloween costume just make a tinfoil face mask yeah. and just wear a hoodie and you're set damn right um i give it i i actually was gonna give it a seven as well i mean it's it's a good film it's a it's a new original kind of idea uh, kind of, it's kind of cool to put like four against one because usually it's always like a mountain of people against one person and that person just slaughters everybody. So I kind of like that was like kind of picked them off one by one. Not only that, but it was just like more of like okay, this is like this seems like it seems a little more plausible, like uh, as much as plausible can get in a horror film. But uh, <laughs> no, I'm saying like seriously though, that was plausible, even for a horror film, because I mean, especially with the scene in the kitchen. Oh yeah. Like I mean, it's just it's very well put together. It's very uh, realistic in the situations that she gets into, and at least like it wasn't one of those like. Well, it was a little bit, for, but for the most part, it didn't really have any of those times where you were like, where she was like ma- massively injured and then, oh, she's all better now. Yeah, like, I kind of think so. Um, although she did get stabbed in the leg and then that just kind of went away and I was wondering about that. Well, not even that, but she did also jump off a roof. Oh, no, that's what it was. She didn't get stabbed in the leg. She like twisted her ankle really bad and yeah. she was just kind of like walking around normal after that. I'm like, really? Oh, maybe again, adrenaline? I don't know. Oh, that's trial. I've never had to jump off a roof. So, well, we'll get into that later. Um, Ooh, sounds kinky. <laughs> not really. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, oh, we jumped off a roof. You want to have a sex? Uh, no, no, it's not, I it's meant, not a really... I was, I was hoping that you were having sex on the roof with a married woman and her husband came home and he had to jump off the roof or something. I don't know. I was hoping for a story. No, no. You ruined it. First you know what? No. Fuck you. You ruined my dreams. No, first off, I just walked out the front door. Um, Second of all... Yeah, you're just like, have fun, bitch. <laughs> I know it's more like, there's no divorce coming. It is now. <laughs> you're going to be um, like, hey, you want to grab a beer later? <laughs> yeah. It looks like you're going to need it. Oh, anyway. So that's going to wrap up probably this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast. 
Um, don't forget to check out the Facebook page at www.com. Uh, oh. www.com. Yeah, uh, what are out. we watching next week? Well, next week is... For the kiddos. For the kiddos. I don't know. We did not pick out a movie yet. So we do have our Christmas lineup coming next week. <laughs> we are planning on trying to go see the uh, Krampus uh, to start off the holiday season. So actually, we'll be seeing that during... Well, since it'll be kicking off on Thanksgiving, <laughs> do you want to just talk about that Christmas movie we saw a couple weeks ago. Well, we can. Uh, there is a really bad. I it, people classify it as a B horror movie. I don't even classify it as that. I'd I classify that, it as D. Uh, no, I'd say F for fuck. What did I just watch? <laughs> but the movie we watched, and I believe it's on Hulu. It's not on Netflix. And the sad part is they made a sequel, which we will be watching in the near future as well. But oh no! This is not the Michael Keaton movie Jack Frost. This is Jack Frost that came out in I believe 1992. So go ahead, check that out on Hulu, and I will tell you this: check out the it, snowman's dick. It is fucking horrible. Though Shannon Elizabeth is in it, and she dies a very unique way, which we'll talk about on next week's podcast. It's either unique or it's. Not. I would say this. I've never seen it before, and I've never seen it again. <laughs> That's true. I was just correcting your grammar, though, because it bugs me whenever people say very unique. Because unique means one of a kind, so something can't be very one of a kind. Sorry. Yes, it can. Very no. unique. Just like this podcast. <sighs> it's I redundant. I think your new nickname's going to be, and Anna, the grammar Nazi. Um, uh, That's been my nickname for a while. Hey, at least I'm hot. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, you are because I don't have the I have the heat on. Oh, anyway, so I guess that's gonna wrap up this episode of Not Another B Horrorcast. Check out www.facebook.com backslash Not Another B Horrorcast. Give ourselves a Facebook page. Like we said before, if we get up to uh, 50 likes, we'll give out a prize. Uh, we get to 100 likes, we'll do the same. We're trying to kind of like what we do with Arcade Bros, where we we're, we've been giving out like stuff like that. So feel free to also follow us on Twitter. If we actually get 100 Twitter followers, we'll probably also do another prize for that as well. So if you want to follow us on Twitter, uh, you should go to at BHorrorCast on the Twitter. And yeah, so hopefully you guys enjoy the podcast. Let us know if you don't like it or not or anything like that. But uh, you can also use the hashtag that I've been using, HorrorCast. Um, until I come up with a better one, but uh, that seems to be the one for now. But I think that's going to wrap it up, unless, Anna, you have anything else to add for the kiddos? Uh, nope. <laughs> All right, then I guess this will wrap up this episode of Not Another Bee Horrorcast, and go ahead and take us away with those delicious words to leave the children with. All righty, until next time, guys, Carpe Noctum. This has been another fine production of the 4i Radio Network. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com.